Hi friend, I'm Rick Pasquale. I know God has a word for you today. As you listen, let God speak to you. He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Now join us live for our service. What's the pastor thinking? The pastor is saying, yay God. Seriously. When they didn't give him any chance of living in life, and on a Sunday in our church, he can jump around. I'm good. You should be good as a church to say, yay, God. When our little kids are singing and jumping and laughing and saying, yay, God, joy to the world. We should be saying, yay, God. When our young adults are saying, yay, God. When you walk to the front and you give your offerings, you're saying, yay, God. Thank you for what you're doing in my life, God. I know who I am. I'm a child of the king. Things may have not have gone my way the way I thought they should have gone my way. But God, thank you. And at Christmas, this is one of those times in our lives that we simply say, thank you. Thank you to God. This month, as you've already read today, our scripture says, Luke chapter 2, verse number 10, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. All the people's us. All of you thousands that are watching on live stream and YouTube live and all the stuff you watch it on, it's you. Joy to the world is for us. This year, our theme has been Champions Rise, and this month, it's Champions Are Birthed. We know the greatest champion is Jesus, who's the Savior of the world. He was birthed for a reason. Hopefully, in the next few moments, I can clearly communicate to you that reason. You know, sometimes we think about where we've been and where we're going. But today I want you to know that God has a plan for each of your lives. You may be sitting there saying, I just wandered into this church today. God loves you and has a plan for your life. And hopefully today you've heard through our music and through our songs and through the readings that God does care about you. He knows your name. I hope the greeter smiled at you and shook your hand and said, welcome to the house. But today, as you hear one of the anthems of the church, the joy to the world, I didn't pick that song. God was working on the music team and said, pick that song. They had no idea that my sermon was going to be entitled, Champions Are Birthed With Joy. They had no idea. I don't tell them those information. It's amazing how God works out the details and you sit there and as the pastor saying, man, I, I, I'm not up until the last moment in the service. All these other things have to happen. The greeters and the ushers and the ushers and the, and the people that stand up here and say things and the kids get to sing and you wonder how that's even going to turn out. And, and, and all of a sudden you get your moment like me right this moment and I've got to say, you know, it's still joy to the world. The Lord has come. Do you hear what I just said? The Lord has come. We're not waiting for the Lord to come as that child. 
He's come. He's come to be the Savior of the world. You know, when I thought about the word joy, I thought, well, maybe everybody doesn't know that word. It's a feeling of great pleasure, happiness, tears of joy. It's amazing that the the dictionary puts those words in there, tears of joy, delight, great pleasure, jubilation, triumphant, exaltation, rejoicing, happiness, gladness, rapture. Rapture is a definition of joy. There's coming a rapture, church. The Italian word is joya. Did I do good? Joya. Watch this picture for a second. That's me. That's one of my babies. Now I know you're all admiring that hairdo. I used to have a lot of hair. But can you see the expression on that child's face? That's one of my daughters. I won't tell you which one. Because you'll blow up Facebook and say, Dad, your dad put a picture of you on the screen today. But I'm wanting you to see the expression on that little baby's face. But I want you to know what happened when that baby was born. That doctor turned and handed that baby to me. And immediately, I started to cry like a baby. I mean, tears were flying down my face. Because I was so full of joy. That was being born to Jennifer and I. This beautiful baby. Now all of you parents in the room. You can kind of relate with me for just a moment. Particularly you grandparents in the room. It's amazing how that it's not just our children. But also our grandchildren. And those of you that have not yet to have children. And someday you're thinking about it. I can tell you that there will be something that happens. That says joy even for a mother in giving a birth that is full of pain when that child is born and that you hear that ah, or whatever they do yeah that was a good sound who did that one that was almost like perfect it's amazing when you hear that sound it's all of a sudden you go yeah. you're happy Where does that joy come from? I believe that true joy comes from God. Do you hear what I just said? I believe true joy comes from God. Because if it's true joy, it doesn't fade away. I'm going to say that again. If it's true joy, it does not fade away. I can tell you today, as I hug my daughters, 
throughout the time I get to see them occasionally in a year, each time I hug my daughters, it's filled with joy. I'm happy when I see my daughters. I'm happy when I FaceTime my daughters. It's amazing. But when you think about that joy, maybe in some of our lives there has been mixed in that time period some pain, some disappointments, some failures, some things, some choices you made you probably shouldn't have made those choices. Some mistakes. And all of a sudden you think, how in the world am I going to get joy out of the middle of this problem? How am I going to get joy out of the middle of these mistakes? How am I going to get joy out of these shortcomings? And all of a sudden, as a believer, you turn to God or turn back to God and you say, Father, forgive me. You say, Father, I'm sorry. And all of a sudden, that joy comes into your life once again. And you say, wow, that's amazing. Remember that first moment you invited Jesus into your life? You once was a sinner and you realized you were a sinner. And all of a sudden, you make a decision, I'm going to follow Christ. I'm not talking about church attendance. I'm not talking about being a member of a society or group. I'm talking about inviting Jesus into your heart, into your life, and saying, I want you to be the Lord of my life. You know, it's pure joy that moment. I don't know how you felt, but it's very close to the connection point that I have today to show you of my daughter and the joy of the birth, but... That joy of my salvation when I said, Jesus, come into my life, buddy, I was a happy person because I know what I had done (laughs) and I know what he had just forgiven. And I said, yay, God. Yay, God. Thank you, God. See, that's the moment of new birth. It's the moment that you say, yay, God, change my life and we are born again. Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader of John chapter 3, comes to Jesus and says, how can I be born again? I really can't enter into my mother's womb again and have another birth. Jesus' response was amazing. His response is the same to you. You have to be born of the Spirit. See, John chapter 3, verse number 13 says it like this. No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Jesus was saying in the story of salvation, because we know what happens in verse number 16 of that same chapter. It says, for God so loved the world. That he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. The one that was in heaven, that came to earth, there's only one. 
It's Jesus, the Savior of the world. He was announcing again what had happened 33 years before. He was announcing again to the world, and maybe you've never read it like that. This week was I was reading and studying and praying and writing. I said, wow, that's amazing. Jesus said it again. I've come. Nicodemus, I'm coming. I'm the only one that's come from heaven. The announcement of the angels said, he will bring good news to all the people. Didn't matter what the background was. Doesn't matter what the religious background was. Doesn't matter the history. He brings good news to all people. He's the savior of the world. The world each one of us live in. Nasha, isn't that amazing how God put those two things together? I didn't tell Nasha what to say today. And he uses the story of Nicodemus. I wonder if God had something to say to you today. You individually to say, wow, how did God orchestrate all of this in this service? And the pastor preaches on champions are birthed with joy. And the angel said, full of joy. <laughs> Jesus says, I'll give you joy. Some of you may have walked in this room today and said, man, I don't have any joy. Well, I want you to know the Savior of the world's already come. We celebrate at Christmas the birth of Christ. He was born of a virgin. He did live 33 years on this planet. And he did go to a cross and he gave his life for us. So that Christmas can be real. In a moment, these kids are going to come flying out of that side room over there because they're being told right now that the pastor, beyond, uh, on behalf of the church, is going to give them all these gifts. The teenagers on that side that are filled up over there, they're being told right now that in a few moments, the pastor and the representing the church is going to give you gifts. They're going to be saying, Wow! And when they are handed those gifts and they start ripping open those presents, I'm going to tell you, you're going to see joy in its purest form. Because there's no preconceived idea. They're getting a gift they probably didn't know they were getting, particularly the teenagers, because sometimes when they're good, we don't give it to them. Just kidding. Did you hear what I said? When they're good, we don't give it to them. Some of you don't get all the words I say. I understand that. But I can tell you, when they open those presents, they are going to be happy. Did you hear what I just said? I'm going to be happy. Because I'm going to say, wow, I helped pick that one out. But you know what happens more than that? When you make a decision to follow Christ, all of heaven gets happy. All of heaven is filled with joy on your behalf. Or your children's behalf. Or the wayward son's behalf. Or the wayward daughter's behalf. They get up there in heaven and say, wow. Look what the Savior of the world has done again. The redemption plan is true. He has come. Nicodemus knew it with all of his heart when he was done with that conversation. How can I be born again? I got to receive Jesus.
I got to invite him into my life. Listen, my friend, there's only one way to heaven because there's only one name given among men whereby we can be saved. His name is Jesus. They sang about it. They danced about it. Those people sang about it. And when you dance at the front of this room and you bring those offerings each week, you recognize who you are because the song says, I know who I am. (laughs) The joy that comes from the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ makes you who you want to be. I'm not where I am yet. I'm going to get there someday. But I'm working on that process so that I can be like Christ. Do you hear what I just said? Listen to the ending of this message. Don't miss this part. The joy that comes in our life comes with a decision that we say yay to God, yes to God. I will follow you, God. But then there's choices along the way every day when you get up to say, I will still follow Christ. Though it may be hard. Though there may be difficult choices to make. And maybe you are tempted at various times. Those are the moments that you somehow within yourself say, joy to the world. The Lord has come. To be my savior. I don't need to fall into temptation. I don't need to give up. I don't need to throw in the towel. He's being my savior. Through the difficult moments. Through the the pain. Through the sorrow. I love God. And I will continue to be a follower. No matter what. So today. You can have this joy. You may be sitting there saying, man, I don't have no joy at this Christmas time. Stuff has happened. You may be saying, I don't have a job. I don't have my family. I don't have this. I don't have that. And those are all serious. But my friends, if you will start with Jesus, everything's going to turn out okay. You've got to start with Jesus. You've heard me say it a zillion times. If you could fix your own problems, you would have already fixed them. But since you can't fix your own problems, trust in the Lord our God. Trust in the Savior of the world. Trust in the Christ of Christmas. Trust. And the simple fact is, all you got to do is believe. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And you can be saved. Wow. It's easy to preach joy to the world, isn't it? Champions are birthed with joy. That's why we talk about all the time. Put a smile on your face. The world needs to see us changed. Yeah, you may go through some difficult moments. Yes, there may be some tragedies that happen in your life. But I want you to know in the midst of the storm... 
in the midst of the tragedy, in the midst of the difficult moment, the joy of the Lord will continue to be your strength. The joy of the Lord will still rise up within you. And you people will look around and say, what in the world is that person happy for? Jesus must have changed that person's life. Something must have changed somewhere in the lineage that said, I'm a child of God. And I'm here to tell you today, you can shout it from the rooftops. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Make sure this Christmas time is more than just presents. Though I love presents. Make sure it's more than that. Make sure it's more than the food. Boy, do I love food. Make sure everything's okay between you and the Savior of the world. Would you bow your heads, please? Thank you for listening. I pray that you heard from God today. Today I want to say a prayer with you. You need to make sure Christ lives in your life. So would you please say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I pray right now that you will come into my heart and into my life. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm going to stop doing. Because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that if you've said that prayer today, that you're going to have a life change. Things are going to be incredibly different for your life, and we'd love to help you. So if you would go to our website, icfrome.org, and make contact with us, I'd love to give you some information and get you connected to a church. Remember, God loves you, and he has a plan for your life. Bless you.